0: You're listening to the A Fortunate Man with MS podcast. I'm your host, Jack Greenman. This podcast is a chapter by chapter reading of my brother Gil's book, A Fortunate Man with MS. It tells the story of one person with multiple sclerosis, a very fortunate person. If you've recently been diagnosed with MS or have lost hope, Gil and I want this podcast to inspire you to take just one more walk. Go to one more workout, move one step away from despair, and strive for one more day to make sense of this strange, often terrible, and occasionally fortunate presence of MS in our lives. Enjoy. A Christmas Miracle, written on December the sixth, 2014 My home growing up had a playroom, a sunny place full of light where my older brother and I built castles and highways and dreams. Out the windows towered the high entrance of All Saints Episcopal Church up a hill that seemed a mountain to me. We never took the steps, scrambling up and rolling down the hill. To us, the house and church made a playground. Classic preacher's kids we often played hard and loudly Wars with my arsenal of realistic plastic World War II firepower, and later, firecrackers, snowballs at cars. When I returned to the church at 19, I realized that the entrance hill was less than 10 feet tall. Inside the church on Christmas Eve spread a sea of handheld candles flickering as we sang Silent Night. I often crept into the choir loft where my mother played the organ, and I could look down across the candles and feel that perfect mix of anticipated presence and present anticipation of baby Jesus arriving. One year, we could not afford a real tree. This was the early 70s, so fake trees looked like a stack of green pipe cleaners we soldiered on reminded to be grateful by my parents work with the one family at the church who truly had nothing we'd be fine i was fine that is so long as the one 12 dollar toy, toy choice from the jc catalog i had picked showed up on christmas morning and then it happened one christmas eve After the early service, I wandered back to our house to find something to do before the midnight show. I walked past the living room into the playroom, where I saw a dark, fake tree and a bunch of boxes of ornaments and lights. I spun around to behold what had grown in the living room, where our fake tree had been, Now stood an enormous natural tree decorated with beautiful new ornaments and bright lights. I can see it now glistening with those fancy lights and shining globes. I sat down on the footstool and just stared at it. After a few minutes, my dad walked in wearing his black priest shirt and white collar. Gilby, look at the tree. Look at the tree. He would always chuckle, telling this part of the story, because I was clearly looking at the tree, my face cupped in my hands, and the elbows pressed against my knees, just sitting there, looking. When you're seven, that's a miracle. I would later learn that someone in the choir had heard my mom mention the fake tree, and had conspired with a lawyer in the choir to buy the real tree and gear, and sneak it in while we were at the early service. Maybe that's where I learned lawyers earned money. What I believed at seven was that Christmas is magical. Still do.